Don't be mean. Don't be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. There you are. <laughs> yep, and that's our cold open. <laughs> Welcome back to Faking Movies. This is episode <laughs> 120 or something. I don't know. We're just going to talk about uh, fucking Buckaroo Bonsai, Bonsai again. again. Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. I don't know what episode number this 119. is. 119. Oh, 119. Hey. Yeah, we forgot oh, to discuss that before we started recording. <laughs> cool. I didn't forget. I did it on purpose because <laughs> I'm so puckish. Oh. Um, yeah, this is your one host, like Lee, and he's Puckish is puckish. a euphemism for dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> and that explanation of puckish comes to you from your other host, Zach. Hey, How you doing, Zach? I'm feeling kind of puckish tonight as well. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. And what about Seth, our dear friend Seth? How are you feeling? I am Oberon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what movie we have done on this show that deals with A Midsummer Night's Dream? Oh, Dunstan checks in something, something. Yep. Get over Get it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, a movie I still <laughs> haven't seen. Five. Wow. Isn't there an actual Midsummer Night's Dream movie that's like recent? Like 2012? Probably. I, think yeah, like, I mean, uh, probably. I feel like they If Kenneth Branagh hasn't directed a version of a Midsummer Night's Dream Ooh. at this point, I'll eat my hat. He probably, I don't wear hats, he, so he, <laughs> I'm safe. He had to fist fight Boz Lerman outside of a bar in somewhere. <laughs> but, uh, I don't know. Fucking Kenneth Branagh has... Let me see if I can think off the top of my head henry the fifth uh hamlet fucking hamlet what you do two. about nothing <laughs> hamlet <two>. <laughs> <laughs> he's got at least like six of them hamlet really three, i don't Avengers. think i've seen yeah. any of his i've seen all the his henry the fifth is really good and his much ado about nothing is so charming and his hamlet really? is incredibly long what about um <laughs> what about that it's... uh famous shakespeare play uh dead again <laughs> oh yeah that's true uh, uh yes yes okay. based on uh holland sheds chronicles when the king of england was i was gonna say dead again <laughs> yeah, okay oh man what the a, jack off motion all... i'm doing right now for this lit major <laughs> yeah. is just so were these intense. all older like i did i miss all these because older yeah he did a lot of them in the 90s and early 2000s Oh, that sounds like Boz times, though. That's weird. Mo- mostly, he's been doing Thor and then live-action Disney movies since then. Weird. Okay. Oh, yeah, he was in Thor, wasn't he? Well, he directed the first Thor. Ah, Much like uh, Anthony Hopkins, who plays Titus Andronicus, I think? Yeah, in Julie Taymor's Titus. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, man, never forget Tony Hopps. Mm-hmm. You know what's great about that play? No. Is there's an actual stage <laughs> direction. And mo- so most most Shakespeare plays, the stage directions haven't survived uh, from additions to it. There probably weren't any because he's like an actor and he didn't give a shit. There is a stage direction in that play. I don't care how many dicks you guys are jerking off. I'm going to tell this story. Uh, there is... There is <laughs> 
Man, we need a YouTube feed. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should stream live on Twitch. Yeah. We just have to yeah, eat, yeah. like play a video game while we do Every this. Every video uh, look is us up on Patreon. Of... We'll get a Patreon, and then we'll do a live stream. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. We would have to Twitch, because we would get demonetized on everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Quote, for sure. too many dicks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, but in Titus Andronicus, there's an actual stage direction. In the scene when Titus walks onto stage to feed the queen a pie made of her children, right, right, right. the stage direction specifies that he should be wearing an oversized chef's hat. <laughs> oh, the hubris. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Neat. Wowzers. Huh. Some good stuff. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. Um, what's up this week? Oh, go to our Twitter. Oh, yeah, go to our Twitter. Marielle <laughs> is the best. And yeah. so uh, this week for Faking <sighs> Movies, we have Lee. Mm, we have yeah. Lee doing uh, Three Days of the Condor. So tell us about That's it, Lee. That's true. Okay. Uh, well, and before I get started, I just want to say this episode is brought to you by me getting drunk on Aqua V for the last couple days. Um, Aqua V. Twenty dollars, really weird drunk. Yeah. Oh um, yeah, so. jeez. I don't. What what variety of drunk it's, is it's that? It's an right? anisette, right? Oh, uh, it's caraway. Oh, it's caraway. Ooh. Oh, so mm-hmm. it's really so bozzy. German. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's got a lot of lot of that boz taint all over it. Mm. Yeah, it do. Yeah. <laughs> I like a good a like, joke very from three rich, weeks ago. <laughs> rich color scheme and uh, yep. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, considering it's clear, you're missing out on that. Oh, but fuck. I am too drunk, too curious for this one. Hey. Um, so hey. Awesome. Uh, Three Days of the Condor. Yes. What actor? Which I'm sure, well, oh, I'm no. sure we're going to hear about this later, but I believe, Seth, you mentioned this is your mom's favorite movie. It is my mother's Fun favorite fact. movie, uh, as I recall her ever mentioning. So, Interesting. Well, it, I mean, from that perspective, uh, I I assumed this was going to be like a 70s style spy slash political thriller. Um, but if it's a mom favorite, it has to be about old guys robbing a bank, right? <laughs> That is the precedent we have set. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> and well, uh, and so it does have one of the best mom favorite actors of all time. Also, one of my favorite true. actors of all time. Tell mm-hmm. us about it, Lee. Well, so the people you gave me were, uh, and this is the way you typed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't remember, but let's go. Bobbert Redford. Bobbert Redford. Uh, oh, yeah. Seth and I have done a lot of workshopping his name, and man, it's tough. Yeah, no, we'll <laughs> so, discuss it later. How we? Yeah. And I, I will say, I feel a kinship to to good old Robbie Reds, um, because we share a birthday. Oh, oh congratulations! Way to dox yourself, lovely. stupid bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If only any of my employees listen to this show, they would finally know my birthday, which I refuse <laughs> to tell them. I think that's wise. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I yeah. barely know your birthday, and I'm one of your best friends, so... I I have I, no idea when either of your birthdays I, are. I'm I have so it on sorry. my calendar, and it comes around every year, and then I explicitly don't say yeah. anything, yeah. because you instructed us to do as much. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we were on your bachelor party mm. on my birthday last yeah. year, and you brought it up and then said, oh, wait, I'm not supposed to tell anyone. I did do that, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well, we were, we were pretty uh, tree sheets to the wind, fam. There's a lot so. of... Oh boy! Oh, a lot oh, of heighty tighty. Pictures yeah, of yeah, yeah, pictures of white of... Russians to stay. Yeah. Oh, there <laughs> was a picture of white Russians to stay. Ah, uh, dear listener, if ever no, 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 you that, wanna... that was at the actual wedding that we had. That well, if ever you want to get oh, kicked yeah. out of a bar immediately, ask for a picture of white Russians to yeah. stay. 
Man, uh, also if the if the bartenders are largely female and wearing not a lot of clothing, and you tell them that you want uh, six white Russians, I don't want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> they're just gonna look at you weird, and then you'll probably get kicked out for not having sleeves. Uh, it's just empirically. Oh, Zach, I wasn't allowed in. I know for not I... having sleeves. It had nothing to do. With... <laughs> this is all. This is all trash. Talking about Zach's bachelor party. Let's move on. This is not great. <laughs> yep. Uh, also in the movie, uh, Faye Dunaway. Yep. Uh, the great. The great Faye. Dunaway. Sure enough. Sure um, enough. Also, uh, and this Kinda is your edition here. In this movie. To the Max von Sydow. Yep. Um, <laughs> That's his name. Don't wear it out. Yeah. And I'm not gonna do the voice, Michael Caine. Uh, the size of a tangerine. You guys don't know that one. It's the easiest no. thing to say in his accent. The size of a so- tangerine. Oh wow! Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> the size of a tangerine. You plug your nose and works great. Yeah. This this is bad. I hate yeah. it. Um, <laughs> that was more guy. Statham the first time, but yeah, yeah okay. it was. It really was. You're right. Huh. Um, okay. Yeah, there was there was Michael Caine. So. Uh, my movie Three Days of the Condor so we open up on Bobby Reds playing Matt Hoffman that's two you get three (laughs) (laughs) Uh, he's playing Matt Hoffman you know famous BMX rider Matt Hoffman holy shit aka the Condor oh my god 10 10 10 shut (laughs) down we're done we're done Wait, was he? Uh, so is, this is, is he still alive? Was it Mira? That yes, he's still okay. alive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, mm, uh, just wait. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Uh, so uh, Redford uh, is is playing Matt Hoffman as an older gentleman. Uh, he's being interviewed by someone. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. um, for a book about the history of BMX and the X Games. But we soon learned through some flashbacks that there was much more going on than sick fucking tricks. I love the anachronistic nature of this already. Yeah. Robert Redford is 40 to 50 years older than Matt Hoffman <laughs> in actual life. <laughs> well, like, you know, we're using present day Robert Redford to play a future version of Matt Hoffman oh. and then de-aging Robert Redford to play a past version. Oh, I fucking love that. Oh, okay. boy. Like the new so... Will Smith garbage movie that's coming out. Oh yeah, that looks so oh, bad. Looks so bad, yeah. So okay, so this is this takes place in 2050, but it's current yes. day Robert Redford and 2050. Yeah, okay. I got yeah, it. current day Robert Redford is playing Matt Hoffman in 2050. Got it. And then de-aged Robert Redford is playing Matt Hoffman in 1999. It's a lot of de-aging. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Also, <laughs> I we're gonna no need some I, serious I, compute power. I have... We're gonna need a lot of Vaseline. Ooh. Yeah, all over the for lens. the lens. Yeah. yeah. The speeder wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Also, um, I have no oh, idea nice. who Matt Hoffman is, so you're gonna lose a lot of points for me because didn't is he a... have an N64 game? Matt Hoffman's BMX. Fuck if he I did. know. <laughs> Seth Matt Hoffman was a f- is uh, he's retired, I think. But yeah, he's but not famous... dead. <laughs> I mean, I have nope. <laughs> I have gathered that he is some sort of BMX bandit. However, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just wait. You just oh, wait to find no! out what kind of BMX. Oh, Oh my god, who's done it? Seth, you cracked it. Unbelievable. But this is all the information I have. Like, I don't know anything else about this person. He's not like the Tony Hawk of BMX. He's like the Bob Burnquist of BMX. I don't know who the fuck that other person Uh... is either. (laughs) Oh, really? Because he's a character in this. Oh, neat. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, this is going to be a wild swing in scores. He's a top five for sure. 
Okay, so think of Tony Hawk as the most famous skateboarder of all gotcha, time. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Okay, so Matt Hoffman would be equivalent to the guy who inspired Tony Hawk. Oh. Let's say Bob Birdquist. <laughs> 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 I'm not kidding. That's a real thing. <laughs> oh, boy. I know. Was it Bucky? It might have been Bucky. I don't know. Bucky Lassick would yeah. be the, probably the more it the was, better equivalent. Bucky but... was the guy that like was supposed to be famous. You but guys, got that right pretty, now. Pretty if you're getting tripped up on Matt Hoffman, you are going to be so <laughs> mad. Just let me go through this. Like... Hey, you guys right now sound exactly like that sketch from I Think You Should Leave, where he's talking <laughs> oh, about the jazz musicians. Yeah, all the oh, jazz musicians. Yeah. Cause what in the absolute fuck these names are absolutely made Seth, up. The names are gonna get crazier. I, fuck. I, I feel like in the nineties we were like playing Tony Hawk Pro Skater and you were playing a contra bassoon or something. Like the, That's exactly what was going the on. The divergence yeah. of interests could not have been higher. Yeah, mm-hmm. made in Czechoslovakia. They had good uh, sure. curly Which maple doesn't wood exist then. anymore. Uh, yeah. So old it doesn't exist, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like all okay. of my pastimes. Mm-hmm. All right, so th- we're back in 1999 yep. now. So. Antonio William Jr. or whatever the fuck his name is is playing <laughs> so, BMX so... at the at the BMX zone. Fuck. May I? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to write your movie for you, but it's just made up words. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Matt Hoffman, aka the Condor was already considered an old man in his sport by 1999 anyway. Uh, but that was okay. It just gave him more time for some extracurricular activities. And then we're going to cut to Cocaine? a heist oh. a heist that he's pulling okay. off with a BMX bike. So, this, so is, like, this is a movie that moms and sons can watch together. Yes. I yeah, see. together. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you're going to see Robert Redford as Hoffman doing a bunch of BMX street tricks to like get this mystery box out of a high-rise office building. See, this is... And then he's going to ride off into the San Francisco night, maybe stunting on Fremont Street or something. Oh, my God. Um, this so... is Fast and Furious on bikes. This is amazing. Yeah. And, and... <laughs> you just wait. And also, it's it's that Mitchell and Webb look sketch about BMX <laughs> Bandit, oh, BMX Bandit and, 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 and the Angel Summoner. Also, we've we've posited like sixteen different insane things, and every single time you <laughs> said, like, "You just wait, you just wait," which is crazy. Yeah. So <laughs> this one's gonna be a real trip. I can. <sighs> okay. So after he pulls off this robbery, we get back to the X Games proper, and him along with Michael Caine, who's playing Dave Mira. Seth Dave Mira is. Another really famous BMX rider. He's probably the most famous. BMX I solidly. I have heard this name before, but I could not tell you any details about it. Okay, I feel like well, I'm also just in listen that to game. my movie and I'll tell you okay, more about is it. Is it Corey Hart? Corey Hart's the dead one. Corey Hart's the uh, the Moto X guy who was married to Pink and is dead. I don't think he's dead. Oh, okay. Dave Mira is dead. Oh, okay. I yeah, figured you okay. would have said that if that was the case. Okay. It's gonna come up. Sorry. Oops. I really lead that one. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So Michael Caine's playing Dave Mira, and they open that uh, box that, that Matt Hoffman stole oh, sure. to reveal the most 90s drink of all time, Orbitz. Oh, oh um, I'm say Surge. Okay. Yeah. Which by 1999 had been discontinued for two years at this point. Yeah, yeah. it's 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 like um, uh, it's got the tapioca. Yeah, uh huh. I think you can still eBay them. They're like 
expensive. Well, they re-released them a few times over the years. I oh. actually looked this up in preparation. Wow! For the episode. Oh, wow! Okay. Getting 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 deep this in is there. The most research I've ever done. It's like a fruitopia. Um, it's like oh. no, it's just like boba tea. But I haven't that had one on of those in twenty hot. years. Yeah, yeah. fruitopia hasn't yeah, existed uh, in quite a while. Yeah. If you if you go on the wiki for orbits, the first link is to bubble tea. Yeah, um, of so yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, while they're celebrating this orbits heist, uh, Faye Dunaway <laughs> comes into the room, and the guys freak out because you know they just did something illegal. Uh, but Faye is actually there to propose a partnership. She's a safe cracker, and she knows of a really big score that's going to be happening on the final night of the X Games, which is three days from now. So, so she sees these hack, dumb, fucking idiots stealing like orbits, and she's like, "Hey, I bet they could crack a safe and some shit." No, no, listen. There's a reason why she recruits them. Okay, we're gonna get there. Sorry, sorry. So, <laughs> throughout, we're gonna see them planning uh, a lot, and you know, working out new tricks. We're gonna get yeah. a bunch of mon. We're gonna get a bunch of montages, and like. We learn that Dave needs to learn how to land this new trick to pull off the heist. Um, and we learn that the heist itself is going to be robbing Max von Sydow. And I'm imagining him playing like an 80s style villain, just like fast forwarded into the 90s. Okay. So instead of trying to shut down a rec center, he's like running a citizens action group that's dedicated to like Murder. getting rid of extreme sports. Oh, yeah. He's oh. like, oh, all these kids are destroying all of our park benches with their grinding and exactly and he's a regular devil's music yeah, yeah. yep he's a regular brent l bozel which for those at home is the guy who ran the organization that protested wwf in the 90s oh. just just the names that you are coming up with are <laughs> the most fake possible names I, but they're I, real i think this is this is part of the fun of being friends with lee is he says a lot of shit and every single time you gotta go i don't know if he's fucking with me or yeah not. <laughs> how, how many i have not lied once in this episode i believe it yeah, yeah. I believe your it knowledge too. goes weirdly deep yeah yeah all right, so uh, throughout these montages, we're also going to meet some other, like, 90s X Games people. So we're going to meet street loser Rat Stolf, real person. <laughs> Fuck that He's name. my favorite street loser. Uh, you, and he's no, gonna... no, no, no. No person can have a favorite street loser. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Jesus, this is going to be a long-ass episode because we have to object every time you come up with a yeah. very specific this, bullshit name. This is one of the more contentious ones, but I'm going to score this movie extremely high. <laughs> okay, good. Um, so so Rat Stolf, the street loser, is there because they're gonna need him to like slide under some lasers and turn off the security system. Oh, that, that is sense. a good thing for a street loser, yeah. That is yeah. that is logistically correct, yeah. <laughs> uh Zach, Bob Burnquist is there and he's actually it turns out he's got some really serious connects and he's uh he's not there to like help with the heist, but he's gonna acquire like a bunch of practice safes for Faye to work on. Wait, Checks connects totally like the the toy from the nineties? Like the big No, the big like ball the factory. Xbox peripheral. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh he fucking turned it around. <laughs> I uh okay. I never had an Xbox. I don't know how I need, what? So uh Bob also convinces is there to convince Tony Hawk 
um, a- Anthony, he prefers yeah. that he should go for the 900 during this X game oh. because the media circus that will surround it is going to provide enough of a distraction for this crew to pull off their high. Man, that's a real, yeah. that's a real thing that happened. Yes. Just- <laughs> yeah. In 1999. Yeah. 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 Uh, so the whole thing is, uh, if he goes for the 900, there's going to be so many people there and so many people paying attention that Max von Sydow and his group are going to have no choice but to go protest in person so they can be seen. Uh, sure, sure. Is 900 so, a lot? Uh, 900 is two and a half rotations on a skateboard. It, uh, he did it in that X Games. It took him like... 20, 40 tries, tries yeah. or something. Yeah, it was. He was the first person to pull one off in competition. Wait. Yeah. It's now a fairly common trick, how, and people are doing 1080s. How yeah. many goes do you get at an X game? It, uh, this was the trick competition, so you just I, kept going. I don't even know if it was a... Was it? I thought it was just like an exhibition, and they were just like, no, we want to see it. Was, like, it, was, oh. it was skateboard vert big air, uh, and <laughs> oh, oh. there's a... Look at this There's guy. A time- I watched it live. Oh. There's a timer, and everybody takes turns, and as long as time hasn't run out, you can keep going. Oh, okay. But no, he wrecked like 24 times and then 25 he made it and history exists. Like it was incredible. Yeah. It was amazing. He barely made it too. He just barely oh, hung yeah. on, but it was like a huge deal. Yeah. Uh, people are laying in 1080s this year. Um, yeah. The kids these days, they're spinnier. You yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, so um, this is where I'm going to make an important cast addition. So all these other people can be played by whoever. Um but now, uh, Robert Redford, you know, Matt Hoffman, says that they're going to need to bring in the Canadian to help them out. Of course, guys, I'm talking about Canadian BMX hero, my favorite 90s BMX rider, Jay Miron. Uh, and in this movie, he's going to be played by Paul Newman. Oh, okay. That's period correct. Okay, I like it. you yeah. bringing in Paul Newman, yeah. but also, yeah. so we're gonna I, get I still some... don't understand what's happening. <laughs> We're going to get some great bro moments and some like side by side like bike tricks where Paul Newman and Robert Redford are like riding bikes next to each other and like pulling off tricks next to each can other. They, it's going to be think think Butch and Sundance but like sick. Can they flip bikes? Can they like switch bikes over? Ooh, I love <laughs> they it. They've done this on skateboards. They uh, bikes would be a lot harder. It yeah. would be, but if you had uh, if you had a stiff enough like fairing on the front, and you were going straight, and then you both stood up and hopped over at the same time, no, got you on your ho- pegs, you could do it. You couldn't hop. You'd have to literally sh- like hand bikes off because yeah, your that's momentum is yeah. You know, you're eventual. right because I understand how any of this works. I just want to <laughs> see Paul Newman and. Robert Redford do ride bikes yeah. together, the, the which is essentially is... the summary of Butch and Sundance. Let's be honest. Sure, yeah. Mm-hmm. The budget for this is so extreme because you're gonna need a bunch of people that can do this shit, and you're gonna have to de-age and then face swap all of these old de-aged actors on. Oh my god, Zach, do you know how much money we're gonna make from this movie? Of course, I mean, we're gonna have the money for that. I think it's gonna be like two avatars. I would guess, probably. <laughs> So, uh, also, all these bro moments you got to remember are going to happen on the streets of San Francisco because we can't like we have to use this this like backdrop. Obviously, we're doing a Ken Ken Block uh, Hoonigan kind of. We're doing the Rock. Shut the shut the city down. Do this. Welcome to the Rock. We're doing the Rock, so we have to shut down a big chunk of. Dude, you just wrecked your Ferrari. It's not mine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right, uh, so as after this montage, we're going to see that uh, Tony, it's it's the night of the, the big 
the vert trick competition. So Anthony. Tony is working his his way up to to like pulling off his 900. And while this is going on, we're gonna see the actual heist get interspersed. Sure. So like cutting back and forth. Um, we aren't sure by the end of it. Like we see as they're about to pull off the heist, we cut over to Tony landing the 900 finally. So we're not actually sure if they pulled off the heist or not. Um, okay, but then good. we notice that I, I like that all, bit of montage. Yeah. So the, the we, you're then, saying the timing is hypercritical is the whole yes, thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so then we we you know go forward again and and like uh, it's time. Uh, we're at the event again, and we can see Faye in the crowd, um, just as Dave Miron, uh, you know, the, the Michael Caine character, is ascending the podium to receive his gold medal for the BMX street competition, which he did win in 1999. Love the historical um, accuracy. It's wonderful. Yep. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to see, we still haven't found out how the heist went. We just know that they were at the games um sure so then we see our crew like going their separate ways and they've got huge smiles on their face uh and it's intercut with shots of max von Sido, like realizing that he's been robbed and all of his like people just deserting him um so this is when we finally find out that they did pull off the heist um and we get like that was a, that was a an, big note shift i saw you flip that piece <laughs> yeah. of paper you just <laughs> threw that into eternity yeah yeah that's because it's it's for the ages now sure. um so we're going to get a nice, like, slow musical build with some soft focus as the gang goes on their own way. And the camera is going to linger on Dave, uh, the Michael Caine character, a little longer. Um, and the reason for this in real life is because Dave Mira, uh, unfortunately, due to some CT-related issues, did take his own life. Oh, was it CTE? Ago. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was. It was uh, substance abuse. Okay, weird. Mm. No, yeah, um... So this is when we, and, and we're not going to like explicitly say this at this point in the movie, or, or really at all. We're expecting our audience to know this. It's just going to be like this bittersweet moment. Sure, um, right. But we're, For, but we're going yeah. to cut back to, to old Robert Redford uh, and the interviewer, and he says something to the effect of like, even though we all ran in the same circles, the whole gang never really got back together again. Mm. Well, not until it was too late. And. Oh. The implication being they didn't see each other all as a group until the funeral. Um, and oh, then okay. mm-hmm. then we get a Fast 7 style uh, goodbye montage no! Dave as, oh. as an in-memoriam. Where they, they ride bikes down a road and then they split at a line? Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh. No. And the movie, the movie fades out on Dave, played by Michael Caine, just riding and smiling oh. with, uh, with Robert Redford's voiceover with, yeah, I had a long career, but... When I think back, my fondest memory is from those three days of the Condor. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yep. Real emotional roller coaster, okay. huh, boyos? On, on one hand, this is a low-rent point break. I will uh-huh. say that. On the other ah, hand... I can see that, I yep. love this. Because I can't, like, relate to skydiving or surfing, per se, but, like, BMX and skateboarding, fuck Yeah. It's very much more accessible, I would say. Yeah. Hmm. Seth, so that's where I'm at with Seth myself. Has a sad face on. Well, Seth's I mean, got a real stinker. No, on no. Right I mean, like, it, it sounds like you put a lot of emotional weight into this. I just don't know who any of these people are, so I. Uh, so then I, get fucking educated, you know, bro. Right, let's, speaking <laughs> of not knowing who these people are, Seth, do you want to talk about one of the actors we gave Lee? Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> you know how we gave you a person named Michael Caine? 
Uh, uh-huh. it's, not, it's not that Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> and that that was on purpose. This is a... Uh, oh, was it on purpose? Yeah, yeah, so this is Michael Caine, spelled K-A-N-E, the third. Oh, it's interesting because you spelled it the way that the famous Michael Caine spells his name. That was on purpose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, this is a uh this is a Quebecois actor actually. Mm-hmm. Interesting. He was uh, so far down the list. We, yeah, we so found then him let late me and we switch. Went, oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let me switch. Let me switch my my casting and say that Paul Newman plays uh Dave Mira <laughs> yeah, and this sure, Quebecois sure. gentleman plays Jay Miron. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that would makes make more sense. More sense. Yeah, uh-huh. That seems fair. Um Canadian hero, the founder of a a, a group that gave Schwins to under uh underserved communities so children everyone deserved a bike was his uh charity yeah look up jay that's Maron. so really canadian and wonderful wow yeah Very nice. okay hmm. well um yeah so anyway uh we were doing that as a goof and then you really you really ran with it and it kind of ruined the goof so no, uh, I think it perfectly played into the goof. Yeah. It was exactly what we yeah, hoped. Yeah, like what? Oh, you really ran with it. We gave you a really famous person in our movie, and then you made him a character. Yeah. Of course, I did. El- what the fuck? Elvis Presley? No, the other Elvis Presley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Elvis Aaron Presley, yeah. but with two A's. There you go, A. Aaron Presley. Uh, famously, uh, Elvis's middle name is spelled incorrectly on his tombstone. Oh, really? that's sad. Hmm. Which is part of the whole Elvis didn't die conspiracy. Oh. So they found another guy with his exact name, but spelled one letter different. And would... Yeah, isn't that confusing? Or like, it's just, this is a clue. Elvis yeah. ain't dead, he just went home. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, the first the first Elvis sighting post his death, because he did die. Um, so I've heard. <laughs> wink. Yeah, was was in, a Mc, I think, a McDonald's in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, Ooh, gross. Okay, fun. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you want to hear about, uh, the real version of Three Days of the Condor, directed by Sidney Pollack? Oh, it's a Pollock, so <laughs> That is yeah. important, yes. <laughs> yep, okay. Yeah, I do. Yep. Yeah. Funny, I was almost gonna watch Out of Africa today, and then I remembered why would I ever watch that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, uh, I think maybe we're gonna force Zach to watch that at some point, but, or to, to fake that at some point. I don't know that. Oh, one. that's true. Dude. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. I am not. I'm not super happy about it either. I, I, I feel like I'm in the right for having not watched this movie yeah. based on the faces that I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Sidney Pollock's a very good director. I like him. He's actually a pretty good actor too. But I just don't want to watch. The movie. <laughs> Is that the black guy's a white guy, white guy's a black guy one? Can what we just skip it? Like, I don't want to do talking it. about. No, let's just move. Oh. Let's move on. All right. Okay. Are you talking about the Human Stain, the Anthony Hopkins movie? No. Okay. Uh, so, Three Days of the Condor is a 1975 <laughs> film. Um, a bookish mm-hmm. CIA researcher finds all yep. his coworkers dead and must outwit those responsible until he figures out who he can really trust. So my instinct was yeah, 100% correct. Obviously, yeah. it fucking was. <laughs> of course Yeah, it it's was. like, let's see, Robert Redford, weird, inscrutable title. Oh, it's probably a spy movie from the 70s. Yeah, it's like, 1975. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. And you knew that Seth's mom was really into it, so yeah. it checks out. Yeah, because it's old men doing a heist. Right? There's yeah. no heist involved, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, 
longer summary. Um, mm-hmm. This is a very much longer summary because a fucking load of things happens in this movie. Also, mm. to preface everything, this movie is excellent. It is also extremely good. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, even Zach believes it, and it's a 1975 movie. So, again, Lawrence of Arabia really turned is me around. Is it more than 90 minutes long? Uh, it's like 157, I think. It's yeah, pretty long. Yeah, let me, let, me, let me check. Wait, it's two and a half hours? No, no, sorry. One no. hour 57. No, it's, it's like oh, 117. Oh. 118, yeah. yeah. Um, it's, it's reasonably long, but uh, it doesn't it... drag that much except no. for the very beginning. Yeah, the and the and the part that made me most angry, uh, the tedious romantic subplot. Oh, mm-hmm. very tedious. That's yeah. the nice thing about a lot of these uh, '70s era spy thrillers is like they're so packed with events that they have to be paced well, or they just fall yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. So I think true. that goes the ones for this, that people, sure. yeah. yeah, the ones that people still watch are really good because they figured out how to make them work. Yeah, that checks out. Yep. Except that people still watch the Iger sanction for some reason, but whatever. <laughs> Nobody no has referenced okay. the Iger sanction. <laughs> it's not a real thing. <laughs> In a long time. What the fuck? Uh, all right. Uh, so Redford is an eccentric. Uh, nowadays, we would say on the spectrum. Um, they... Oh, so he's like the analyst character. Yeah, he's an analyst. Yeah. He's one of many analyst he's, characters. He's got like an endemic yeah. memory. He's... Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and he uncovers something he's not supposed to find out. So about. the the so, beginning that was because very... he sees the da- the data in a way that no one else could. I'll just skip the first paragraph. So yeah, that happens. And, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, it... like literally. Yeah. <laughs> Is it an assassination of some sort? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Lee, why don't you just tell the tell us yeah? The just keep going. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Does it have to do with overthrowing a Central American government? No, not this no. time. Yeah. Okay. But the, is it the a time powerful period U.S. senator? Great. It's not a powerful U.S. No. senator. Is it the president? No. No. Oh. Is it the first lady? No. Think about think about the. There was a crisis at the end of the seventies that really pissed everybody off. Yeah. Oh, is it like a country in the Middle East? Ding ding yeah, ding, ding ding. <laughs> it's, it's Iran. They're trying to well, overthrow Iranian. We didn't really. No, like, no, it's but... not like the Shah sort of thing, but it's it is oil related. It's all yeah. it's all gotcha. oil and gas, and you know. Yeah. Sure. How many paragraphs did we skip? All at this point. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, the, the fucking aqua V just hit. <laughs> oh no! Here comes the interrupts. All right, I'll, I'll try to get through this as quickly as possible. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he is a CIA analyst. He like analyzes data, and he's an intelligence guy, trying to figure out like counterintelligence stuff. Um, almost immediately, uh, a group of thugs enter his office and murder everybody in the office except for him because he's out to get lunch yeah he's out to get he always uses the back door when it's raining and that's like an important note oh, yeah. okay. nobody's supposed to use the back door but everybody's like oh robert redford is so good at you know getting lunch for us it's, that we no it's <laughs> all these like autistic eccentricity things with again like we didn't have a word for it back then yeah Gotcha. Um, so he comes back, sees everybody murders, uh, is murdered, and then panics uh, and is immediately thrown into a fish out of water thing, because for the first time he has to like go on the run, do field stuff, and he's not a field guy. He's yeah. a, and, oh, a computer like guy. in Spy, the Melissa McCarthy comedy. Yeah, actually, I, honestly, very much so. Yeah. I actually really uh, also it reminds me of Sneakers so far. Uh, yeah, eh. Sort of. He's he just happens to go out to get food at the right time. But um, sneakers was an actual heist, I think. Wasn't yeah, it? 
Uh, though, like, I, well, later, yeah. I, I did really like uh, right when he gets back because he reacted, uh, I think, just like anyone would, where he's like, oh, everybody's playing a joke. Oh, wait, everybody is actually dead. Now I'm freaking yes. out. And, like, and there was this, that there was this woman that he... in the film, I thought, was very, very well done because he yeah. was like, <laughs> like, hey, relax security. Why is the door open? Right. Uh, and all sorts of stuff like that. As as much as I, I trust, don't I... like this trope where he's like half autistic, uh, he does do that whole like sequence of events very correctly. It's very true to life, as you know. Yeah, I, I do trust I do trust Redford as an, enough as an actor to like believe that he would handle the like shock of discovering this without like shifting into tough guy mode, which I think a lot of actors That's, from this yes. time period would do. That's a yeah, very yeah. important thing. And we'll talk about that more later. I think about how Redford did, did this like competent smart guy thing without mm-hmm. being macho. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he goes out realizing that he's now obviously in danger. Um, he calls the secure base of operations. He works for the CIA. So it's like the CIA headquarters. Um, from a payphone, they're of course not pleased that he's calling from a payphone. They tell him to lay low and don't go anywhere uh, that he's known, like his house or anywhere he goes normally. Um, they later hatch a plan for a meetup where they can, like, you know, figure out what to do. Um, and these are actually the people that he should be running from, and he just doesn't know it yet. Well, it turns out, <laughs> sort of though. Well, it turns out immediately, and then sort of we figure out that it's a double cross later. Yeah, Yeah. so there's a bunch of different levels of the CIA, some of which want people eliminated, some of which are completely oblivious, some of which are hiring assassins like uh, Max von Sydow to the max. Um, there's oh, to yeah the, he would to be a good assassin in a movie yeah oh he's the assassin in he the is movie. Yeah. so <laughs> goddamn good in this movie seth is correct Can I, uh, I was gonna say there there are the the one of the reasons this movie is so effective is because there are so many misdirections where you go like oh i have it all figured out and then 20 minutes later you go oh shit they did it again spins it on its head yeah yeah no it's it's uh, super well done in that regard yeah can i share with you all a moment of like secret shame for me Obviously, um, yeah, of course. My That's partner's uncle. My partner uh, is Max von Sydow. <laughs> oh, fuck! Yeah, we talk about fucking uh, uh, Star Wars all the time. <laughs> Star Wars, uh, or and Flash Gordon. That's the one oh, I was trying yeah, to come okay, up with. Okay. God damn it! Uh, <laughs> oh, she always wants to talk about Ingrid Bergman movies, and I'm yeah. like, you know, Flash Gordon, bro. Um, so, Igmar Bergman. Sorry. Uh, no, no. Uh, so uh, my partner has an uncle who used to work for the CIA. And oh, sure. When he when he had his retirement party, um, he had to submit everybody he was inviting's names to see if they could get cleared. Yep. I'm apparently not enough of a threat to get into the building. I, I'm allowed in Langley, guys. Yeah. Like I have. Where the fuck have I been all? So these this years? is. I should be doing some shit. This is stirring up the pot, and I haven't done shit. <laughs> This whole thing is so confusing to me. There, I I know like several, I guess now famous people that have retired from the CIA and now are like spilling CIA insider secrets. And I'm like, how the fuck does that? Like, okay, you can't tell your own family that you're in the CIA for your entire life, and then as soon as you retire, you can go on like weird History Channel shows and talk about how the CIA works. Like, what the fuck? Oh, this this dude like will stop in the middle of a story and just be like, actually, I can't tell you who was in that room. Oh. And he he's he's 
he's pretty cool. He might just be fucking with guys with me, but yeah. like, you know. I like that version. Yeah, yeah that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, lots of double crosses. Right. Max von Sydow is uh, an assassin. Yeah, so uh, they they plan uh, for a meetup. Uh, at this meetup, um, it, it turns out that he was going to get murdered because he's the loose end on this whole murder plot. Um, so he brings a gun, again, not prepared for field work. His friend is there. I guess they lured him there with his CIA friend. Um, the friend uh, says, hey, he... A uh, guy pops out behind the corner, tries to shoot Redford. Redford shoots him. Uh, operative Just, guy shoots friend. It's very confusing. But, like, friend dies. Operative guy almost dies. Uh, Redford gets out, and now he realizes that he's been double-crossed. Like, he is not safe to talk to his coworkers. Yeah, and and all the, all the CIA higher-ups who may or may not be in on this are like, is this guy field-trained? Like, he shot a dude in the throat. Yeah, they they immediately are like, oh, we thought this would be easy. It's not going to be easy. Yeah, so out. like, wh- why? Yeah, because field training isn't exactly just a thing that you get. You don't get that as a condition of your employment. Right. You get that right. if you're going and they're to be like, in the field. Wait, so, all right, so he was in the service, and he knows how to use, like, an M1 rifle or whatever. Um, <laughs> let's, say a, let's say an M1903, because he fought in World War One because he's old as fuck. <laughs> That's what I assume, right? Is he he knows how bolt actions work. Semi-autos yeah, are, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a muzzle loader. And oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows how to keep his fucking feet dry just in case. This movie stars the ghost of Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> right, gotta keep away I mean, that trench making, foot. Yeah, <laughs> we're making jokes here, but all of us have fired a muzzle loader. Like, yeah, that's true. I have. It's one of the few guns I have not fired. That's, really? Oh, really? That's they sound the... cool. I hear they kick like a mule yeah that's the gun that i learned how to shoot on was a a muzzle loader from uh the 1840s so oh jesus christ at least it was rifled i mean 1840s it was not rifled no that was just balls yeah Yeah, come on you had to be right up against a guy (laughs) rifling didn't didn't come into existence until uh 1862 it was invented no in civil war it was a civil war invention Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure. That's probably true. Yeah, that's fucking bananas. Think of the machine. I might be wrong to, again because I'm not rifle. a gun rifle. They but... fight a year and a half of that war without fucking rifle not well. muzzles. That's why there was so many deaths. <laughs> like they just walked up to each other and shot each other immediately. Yeah, I guess the South was doing well at that point. Yeah. So. Uh huh. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if you have a Confederate flag, you're a racist. Oh, agreed. <laughs> agreed. Um, <sighs> where where the fuck were we? So, and you're not a fucking museum. You can be a museum and have one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the CIA has a big meeting about Robert Redford, as Seth noted. Like, uh, they're like, "Wait, is this guy actually capable?" Um, not all museums. And it turns and that, out that he just like reads a lot and memorized like tactical plans yeah. and how to be how to how to do a serpentine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and can of, turn his human instincts you. off. Like he can he can just like immediately jump into this shit having never actually done it which is not how that works yeah yeah hmm uh i got to ask real quick i haven't seen this movie because like fuck this dude but ben affleck the accountant how much did did that movie rip off this movie interesting uh thematically it is similar i would say Hmm. uh i don't know ben affleck doesn't have quite the uh, charisma that uh, bobby reds has but annie yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay. So, uh, now enter Faye Dunaway. Um, he, oh, yeah. he runs up on her on the street and just randomly holds her hostage in her own apartment. Oops. Yeah. It was just like, I need a place to stay because I can't go anywhere I live. This is so the one part that I really, yeah. Yeah. Are we going to learn that she is actually part That's of this That's what whole... I thought was going to happen the you would think, entire but... time, but it turns out that no, she was just an innocent bystander that well, yeah, actual him, I guess. Yeah. And so it's actually far more of a twist that she's not exactly. In, yeah. So yeah. Like, but don't give yeah. the movie too much credit. There is a tedious romantic subplot. She uh, sure. for yeah. sure. She like is suddenly into him after he uh, holds her hostage for a while. And I really I mean, maybe they took a trip to Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, maybe they it's... did. Stockholm is in the notes. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we, we cut to the guy that killed all the coworkers, notably Max von Sydow. Um, he's talking with the CIA director, or I guess under director. It's not clear what his position is. Hmm. Um, so it's now known that this was an inside job. Again, as we mentioned, like from like somewhere in the hierarchy, it's not quite clear, like who knows what yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some sneaking around and evading people. Uh, we're gonna skip a lot of the middle stuff, but as we mentioned, Faye is immediately Stockholmed. He like, one of the most upsetting scenes, he says he has to sleep. And so he handcuffs her to the bed, I think. No, he just puts, no, he puts his, he just, he just like kind of headlocks her with the gun in That's one hand is like, if you move, I'll wake up and I'll shoot you to death. Right. He's like, I have to Oof. sleep. So you have to lay like literally little spoon next to my big spoon. And I'm going to fucking blow your brains out if you move. Yeah. But I have to sleep. I mean, yeah. I guess it's nice that he let her be little spoon, but like. It's a more tactical advantage position, I think. I, I think it's more that, you know, he. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'd be funny if he was like, I, you know, I, I just, I prefer to be the little just... spoon. So, like. Uh... Can you hold this gun to your own head for a while? Yeah, honor system. Yeah. That's actually what it turned out to be a little later, honor system, I, because Faye Dunaway starts it. helping him to kidnap CIA agents. Yeah, Jesus no, she Christ. she turns it. Uh, so this three days of the condor, <laughs> so literally, quick. this this happens in three days allegedly, but the Fey thing happens in like six hours. Yeah, like it is remarkably hmm. quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So uh, skipping ahead a bit, uh, after a henchman gunfight, uh, Redford figures out uh, sort of all the middle bits that are happening. Goes on the offensive uh, with Faye's help. Everyone is magically suddenly super capable spies. Um, he meets up with a sort of middle guy. He's under the top guy that like called the hit on, uh, his real name's Cliff Robertson. I don't, I forget. Higgins. Oh. Higgins is his. Cliff Robertson. You mean Oscar winner for best actor, Cliff Robertson? Yep. Possibly. Yeah. For what? In the movie Charlie. Yep. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they actually had to create a whole bunch of rules, uh, about bribing people for their votes because of Which him. is the only yeah. reason why I know who he is, is because of yeah. that. Yeah. Mm. So he won dirty? Yeah. He won very yeah, dirty. It cool. was cool. it was a it was a sloppy frog job for sure. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh he also <laughs> plays Uncle Ben in the Sam Raimi Spider Man. He sure movies. does. Oh, see, and I, oh. uh, yeah, because I was thinking about giving you uh, uh, that Cliff Robertson. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, eh, you know, I mostly know him for being a, a shyster and also uh, being in all those Spider-Man movies. So <laughs> I feel like I would have had one of my people like accidentally kill him with a bike tire or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah, 
sure. Yeah. yeah, like, and then he tells his nephew to like, like, be a good dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. turns out. Uh, all right, so he's like the middling guy, and he's the contact, and the only sort of sympathetic CIA character. Um, he uh, talks to him, indicates that uh, he knows that Redford came upon some extremely deep uh, intelligence, which is the aforementioned oil field shit. Um, so this was supposed to be like hidden even from the analysts, but it wasn't because Redford's like a savant and figured it out. Right, so him finding this actually caused the death of all the people that he worked with. Because Correct. he was supposed to yeah, be there, uh-huh. too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They were supposed to just, like, miss it because they're dumb, and it would have been fine. Yeah. Uh, so Redford digs in. A uh, real indictment of the fucking intelligence industry, but... I think this happens in real life. Like, this, I think, is a thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Redford finds the CIA Middle East lead. Uh, Atwood is his name? I, yeah. Is that cliff i forget i don't know um and he finds out that there was this whole like oil field situation um and that he stumbled upon it and then all of his friends were killed mm-hmm. um so Sidell walks into this exchange and then kills the cia guy which is a new character who was the like middle east attache or whatever just immediately blows his brains out he's like ro- yeah he, he's the guy who's setting all of all of this stuff into motion because he wanted to you know uh you know undermine some middle east countries and you know get a bunch of oil money and shit they they literally yeah, talk fuck about the like, brits they got that that fucking the, they had enough time the south american shit you talk about where like destabilized governments take over oil fields like that is very oh yeah absolutely movie. And it, this movie was made before the oil crisis in the 70s. Like, it is weirdly poignant for the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Seidel just straight up murders this Middle East attache guy, uh, makes it look like a suicide, talks to Redford and goes like, hey, uh, you got to wipe your prints off of this chair and everything you yeah, touched. Yeah, did you touch room. anything else? Like, yeah. uh, you know, like. Why isn't Seidel killing Well. Him? So Seidel is not part of the CIA. That's because he's the best character. Seidel is this weird, like, French assassin that the CIA hires. He is a mercenary through and through. He doesn't give a shit about Redford. He's like, hey, you're pretty good at this. You, yourself, should be an assassin. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. maybe, like, uh, I prefer to work in Europe because, you know, there's less bullshit involved. But, uh, you know what? The U.S. pays pretty well, and, you know, like, you seem really good at this. And he, like, gives yep. him advice and stuff, and he's like... How to set up a fucking business. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Redford literally asks him, like, why aren't you killing me? And he goes, I wasn't contracted for that. Yeah. I was contracted for this guy. Yeah, like, like I was is... contracted by somebody else to 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 eliminate this problem, and yeah. you know what? You're not, you're not my target anymore, and I... Yep. You know what? You know what the truth in the world is. Do what you are good at doing, and just you know, be good at it. Yeah. And I was um, like, oh, well, weird assassin. Very like pragmatic, utilitarian. It was. It, is it was like a like a criminal's code kind of pragmatic. Yeah. yeah. He practically did a bunch of Cockney rhyming slang at us, and then ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so at the very end of the movie, uh, Redford meets with uh cliff and who's the only person that's still like i guess alive and in power in the cia um and he asks him to confirm all of the middle east stuff like basically everything that he's uncovered uh he indicates that yes it was all true atwood the guy that got uh murdered and then 
framed suicide wise uh, went a bit rogue, but it was all in the interest of national security, which is this trope that comes up quite a bit in even current day movies. It's like, yeah, that guy was wrong, but also like he was doing it for the good of the country and everything's going to go shitty if this doesn't work out. So like, it kind of reminds me of uh, the end of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Top man. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, at the end of the movie, they find themselves confusingly at, in the, in front of the New York times building in New York city. Uh, and Redford reveals that he has uh, told the New York times all about this uh, and they're going to publish. And he goes, how do you know the CIA guy goes, how do you know they're going to publish? And he just like, looks at him and then turns and walks away. Roll credits. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's a real mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So again, this sounds I, like good movies. That sounded very convoluted, movie. but man, it's fucking really good. Yeah. 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 Where can I watch this one? I will give you a copy tonight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, some things to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. Can you stop cracking fucking pistachios while you're talking? Oh, is that is yeah. Um, uh, you can do it when you're not talking. Who has to edit this? I'm not. Oh, it's not. It's Lee, not pistachios. Lee, you have to edit it's, this. Uh, it's uh-huh. a desk thing. Um, yeah. First thing to talk about. Oh, okay. uh, Jada De Laurentiis's grandfather was the EP on this movie. Oh, uh, Dino De Laurentiis. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, famous, famed EP. famous producer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I thought it was her dad, and then I looked it up, and it was her grandfather. Hmm. Yeah. She doesn't seem old enough for that, but yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> some points. Um. We had trouble coming up with uh, a nickname for Robert Redford, um, <sighs> and that was pretty important because God, he is so handsome and. Oh, charming. So two two of two of us boys have uh I think hair troubles, and then one of us boys has delightful <laughs> hair. But Robert Redford has like top one like it's first perfect. round Hall of Fame ballot it's fucking perfect. hair. It's just, and it's, in it's the even universe. more impressive considering that he's strawberry blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was what we decide like he was like late forties in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he was just so pretty. The hair is is like if Farrah Fawcett was a man and just more glorious with yeah. the hair. Yeah, the hair is so voluminous. It's yeah, amazing. it was so good. So we were like, ah, oh, Robbie, Bobbert, Bob, Bobby. Yeah, and no, he's just Robbie. He's, yeah. he's just the whole thing. He's just Robert Redford. Like, I don't... He just is. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, like Robert yeah. is the only name that commands enough respect for his whole yeah. aura. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, and Max von Sydow is so incredibly menacing, but also so, like, as you said, pragmatic in this movie. It's really wonderful. He He is the only thing that pushes the plot along at all. Yeah. yeah, that's true. There's a lot of fucking around, and then every time Max shows up, somebody dies, and then Robert <laughs> Redford gets a new clue, and that moves everything. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I have a question, uh, and I may have missed this during your uh, synopsis, but it was very the long. condor is Max the condor? No, is that, uh, that is uh, Robert's uh, uh, code name. Everybody has code oh. names, and like like one of the ladies in the office was the owl. One of the yeah. ladies in the office was you know some other bird, that sort of thing. Yeah, 
Okay. And, uh, everybody in his particular office was was a bird, as far as I can recall, and he was the condor. Yep, that's true. And there's a lot of fun, like, uh, is the condor extinct? You know, uh, yeah, right. You know, it turns out the condor is not extinct. It turns out that he, you know, murdered half of an office of right, CIA right. agents or whatever. You know, every every time Redford calls in to the CIA or Sidal or somebody talks to anybody in the CIA. It's all very spy speaky and it's very fun to like decode, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. kind of a bummer that we live in a world now that like one your cell phone's getting tracked and two there aren't pay phones to use cuz like yeah, right? this plot kind of falls apart when you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, right. I feel like we've talked about this before. Like there are many movies that would not happen in the age of like SIM cards. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, like the movie Payphone. Yeah, uh, sure. Colin yeah. Farrell. Yeah. Yeah. Was that Payphone? Yep. I thought it was like phone booth or something. Uh... Phone booth. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. It doesn't fucking Farrell matter. Farrell and Kiefer, <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland is the killer. Yeah. broke my dick hand. Oh, <laughs> snap. Um, That's a line from that movie. Jesus. <laughs> uh my two other notes which are very dumb uh are quote man how the fuck does robert redford pull off those glasses because he is wearing grandma glasses the entire movie and it is it is still so good the the surface area of those lenses might be a literal cubic foot yeah it is amazing it's it's and they got that extra bar for support so they don't yeah yeah no i I already know what they look like like i can picture so uh, to to go along with that i have two seth quotes from when he was watching (laughs) oh yeah that's good (laughs) these are i would say one was like halfway through and one was like another 20 minutes after that okay seth Redford getting more and more haggard. This is really getting my motor going. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's true. It's true. It really. And I, I, I was like, yeah, no, I get that. That makes sense. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. No, because he doesn't yep. sleep for like three days, and yes. like mm-hmm. he's getting a of five o'clock condor. shadow, and yeah. But that Ooh. fair faucet hair is still just woo, girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think twenty more minutes, uh, and I have a follow up to this. Uh, this phone spycraft is really getting my motor going. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, how did you not introduce this into our like general chat? This this phrase, I, I don't know. He, he was in a weird place. Spent, he was in a weird place. We've spent all week talking about things that have been getting our motors going lately. Like, <laughs> that's true. So yeah, uh, to, no, to that end, like uh, old school, like uh, spycraft, yeah. you know, using touch tone telephones and sort of stuff to just fuck with the CIA, and it is wonderful. Right. So this mm. was a big thing in the 90s. It was called phone pH freaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we... we talked about this during sneakers. Oh, exactly. sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, so I get well, that movie took place in like the 80s, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was like well, the it takes 90s. place in the 90s and the and the flashback is to the late 70s. OK, well, then maybe this is more period correct than I thought it was. But yeah, so he has this weird device where he records a bunch of tones and then like calls the guy whose number he wants to know about and then records something and then calls the CIA with the thing that he recorded. And then the CIA tries to trace him and they're like, Oh shit. It's like a VPN thing where they're like a bunch of crazy shits coming up. They have this crazy machine that is a like microfiche map. And when they're tracing a call, this microfiche is moving around like physically to pinpoint his location 
And they're like, oh, God, he's he relayed 50 phones together. It's crazy. Yeah, like everyone in Brooklyn Ugh. is talking to them to yeah. themselves or whatever. Yeah, it's wonderful. It, it seems I mean, this movie was literally made in 1975. But like I, I was surprised that this was technology that had existed at all at that point. Yeah, no, it was really it was super fun. Yeah. Um, cool. The last point uh, that I have is that at a certain point, Max von Sydow is just like after he like murders a bunch of people and then is like waiting around to get his next job, he's just like painting hmm. minifigures. He's just sitting <laughs> in his room painting minifigs. This feels like a very like this is a movie trope about like like detached assassins. Is they always have like a very like specific, specific hobby, right? Yeah, yeah, that's like super not menacing, it's, but seems. I was gonna menacing say it's very when, like Hannibal. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, like painting this many things, eating people. It's about the same. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if those mini figs are lead, you're gonna give people lead. Yeah, posters, exactly. So. Uh, but it it it's a beautiful scene where like. He's like sitting there and he's like, oh, okay, I guess I need to go find the condor now. As yeah. he's like in a tiny <laughs> hotel room painting, like a hotel room, not even his house. He just brings that <laughs> shit with him. That's true. <laughs> I've I've run out of burnt ochre. It's time to go find the condor. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was so cool. Oh, yeah. man, it was so fun. Yeah. Uh, all right, I have two more. Uh, the... The CIA guys are so stupid in this movie. Like yeah, that's true. when Redford figures out the oil connection and whatever, like from the beginning when all the murders and whatever, he tells uh, Cliff Robertson and he basically just goes, or no, sorry, not Cliff. The, the guy that gets murdered and then framed for suicide. He, he like puts a gun to his head and goes like, it was all oil. Right. And the guy goes, yeah, no, it was. And I was like, that's not how the CIA were. Like, there are, like, kill-before-capture things in the CIA where, like, you're... Especially if you're higher up, you're not ever supposed to tell anyone anything. Like, eh, I Yeah. Know. I don't know, bro. It's, it's not very... It's real dumb. Yeah, I guess no one knows, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, the other weird thing was uh, there's a lot of phone numbers in this movie, and uh, they don't use 555. Yeah. Uh, at all, ever. Oh. Yeah. They actually, in fact, have an exchange number... And then somebody asks them what the area code was, and then they tell them, and it's a real DC area code. Yeah, it's 202 or something. Um, yep. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so I looked it all up, and uh, the 505 thing started in the 60s. Or sorry, 505 thing started in yeah. the 60s. Didn't get adopted until the mid to late 70s. Um, but one of the fun facts about the 555s, in the 70s, uh, if you were in the Washington, D.C. area... You could call uh, 555, and it was like an information thing, huh. apparently. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. But if you stayed on the line, it was like a uh, party line situation. No. And every, like, 15 seconds, it would come up with a recording that was like, stay on the line to blah, blah, blah. But basically, like, hundreds of people would call in and just talk to each other between the, like, 12 seconds of, like, stay on the line and stay on the line. <laughs> And they would do this for like hours, for like years so during the seventies. It was like and 80s. chat roulette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Weird. It was chat roulette before the internet. Apparently, this How is do like you a show huge people thing. your dick over the phone. Uh, yeah, I think you just you, talk about it. Yeah, I guess? you just say know. number eight equal sign equil sign equal sign D, capital uh, uh, tilde, D. Tilde, um, tilde 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 tilde. Yeah, tilde tilde tilde. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's true. That's like, true. is there any other way to do it? I no. That's... Yeah. Well, now. I, I mean, I don't. I don't think you need one. But like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the only last thing was, uh, instead of Redford, believe it or not, the initial casting was supposed to be Warren Beatty, which I think would have been mm. considerably less good. Yeah, I don't think that would have been this good. Yeah, yeah. I think he's got too much swagger. Yeah. Like, he, he, I don't, be- I've, I've never seen him play a character that, like, tones it down. Yeah, and that was, he's all- that was the thing, is Robert Redford, like, really while he was entirely competent he never he never like hammed it up to the point where like he he never seemed super macho competent he was just competent yes well and he also had a distinct arc like he did start out in like like nerd 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 and then he ended up at like confident like i could kill people whatever like yeah Mm -hmm. it was it was very sort of obvious three days And apparently three days. Yeah. 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 Like when, even even when Warren Beatty plays like an idiot, he plays like a confident idiot. Yeah. He just can't sure. yeah. can't turn off that like innate presence. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, and then so they, I guess they signed Redford, and then Redford was the one that said Sidney Pollock has to be the director because they had worked together. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that made the whole thing. Well, did Pollock did Pollock do all the presidents, man? Uh. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember they, either. They had definitely worked together several times mm-hmm. throughout their lifetime. I don't know where this coincided in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Um. He. I mean, he did. They shoot horses, don't they? So you know. Oh, perfect. Mm. Well. <laughs> yeah. And Redford and Jane Fonda were in a future movie we're gonna do, The Electric Horse. Oh yeah, so. that one's for me. Okay. Right. Okay. Sounds right. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It is. I remember specifically because you told me not to look anything up about it. So wait, uh, give uh, me the Redford director and Jane Fonda. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was gonna get that info either way. Yeah. So, That's so true. Uh, this movie cost uh, seven point eight million, and it made, according to Doctor Wikipedia Esquire, mm-hmm. either forty one point uh, five million or thirty two point seven million. That's confusing. Yeah. It's a big difference, and also <laughs> and, why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I cannot explain to you why the I, numbers I are different. I also saw this. I mean, either way, it's clearly it was clearly incredibly it was very successful, it was. especially when they back when they didn't market movies. Yeah, and as I said, I, I think it was well. And international like, tickets were less expensive. It's like a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it was before they really tracked international stuff. And yeah, so that's probably true. Like estimated on the high end, and then the low end was just domestic. I think. And and as, as I had said previously, my my mother did tell me this was her favorite movie. Well, so speaking of which, should we rate? I mean, yeah, I mean, we're yeah. about there, right? So I know recently we covered the fact that everyone's mom has had sex at least once. <sighs> Man, still not happy about it, but Jesus, yeah. okay. all right. What? Uh, <laughs> okay. What? Why do you think this is your mom's favorite movie? Um, <laughs> I I think she really likes the sort of spy thriller movie. Robert Redford is, of course, a very good leading man. Um, yeah, and yep. I think. Good looking, good looking, Lee. And, and I, what is Lee's agenda with this? <laughs> and I think that my mother really appreciates, uh, uh, like convoluted, like complicated plots, looking for like red herrings, looking for you know, um, 
all sorts of, you know, these mystery tropes. I think that's probably why she likes it so well. Okay. Uh, also, Sydney Pollack uh, did not direct all the President's Men, but he did direct <laughs> The Way We Were with Robert Oh, no. Oh. Right. <laughs> oh, no. All right. The Way We Were. Ugh. Gross. Yep. So, uh, I don't know. I think you, Lee was just trying to... to delay time so he could look that up on his phone talking about my oh, he, mom's favorite movie obviously but, was yes of course but like yeah naturally I, <laughs> I i i do legitimately think that's why my mother likes it so much sure Robert redford has only been nominated for four oscars that's bonkers okay. that does seem like an order of magnitude too yeah, yeah stop looking <laughs> that up stop looking stuff up anyway let's rate okay the, IMDb. The what IMDb is a 7.5. Ooh, That's girl. strong, boy. Woo-hoo. That's a very strong movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Lee, so your fucking movie, <laughs> which, uh, you know, was just a bunch of nonsense names uh, for me. I'm sorry that you didn't watch the X Games Whoa, as a child. I didn't have cable. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> All wow, right, Mister Aquaman. Your mean. parents were fucking poets. Get on. Oh. <laughs> All right, Mister Aquavit. Like let's uh, let's yeah. let's tone it down a hot second. <laughs> fucking skull. Oh yeah, you and your. All right, so your orbits drink. All right, let's the things I remember. Orbits. Um, mm-hmm. names I don't understand. A bunch of dumb names. <laughs> uh, orbits the drink that you can't decide whether you should chew or not. <laughs> Well, yeah. no, you don't really have a choice. You kind of have to at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah. You take a big old swig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a there was a heist. Uh, there was not Nicole Kidman, but it was about BMX bandits. Ooh. There were BMX bandits the, involved. Yeah. The the syntax of the name was confusing in that regard. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, BMX bandits would be a good candidate for that new uh, minisode that uh, that we're gonna <laughs> that, eventually release or already have. We would have to find the OG BMX bandits. Is that at all possible? No, 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 no. Uh, the just... description of it is on no, Wikipedia. We just need to, so. I've okay, seen it okay. before. Lee has seen it before. We just need Whoa. to find somebody who has uh, not even heard of it. And I, uh, yeah, I, I've seen like a 10 second teaser, but I don't really. Yeah, I, mean, I think I've sent it to you anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me let me let me do my let me do my rating. So, Lee, your movie with your made up names, uh, your Antonio Squilliam Jr. or whatever. And of. <laughs> And a bunch of other, you know, you know, Antonio Squilliam Jr., famous velocipede racer, yes. <laughs> famous uh, velocipede uh, uh, sty- style stylesman. They had the ch- fuck. I don't know. Anyway, it does. It, <laughs> I, I don't know any of the names. It was very confusing to me, but it also <laughs> seemed to at the end have an actual heartfelt thing for people that this is important to and i really appreciate that oh my okay um because you know like sometimes there are these cultural touchstones that i clearly don't understand because i was playing contra bassoon at the time Um, established yeah yeah uh, well established so (laughs) on nintendo uh, (laughs) contra bassoon tm You, you put in the infinite lives code, you know. Uh, like. Contra Bassoon was a bullet hell, not just a side scroller. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> up, up, down, down, A plus B. 
I wish I had more fingers in every context. Yeah, because there are 13 <laughs> different thumb keys. Yeah. But, um, uh, you know what, Lee? I think that because you know so much about this and you did mm-hmm. so much research, including researching the Orbits drink and the history <laughs> of that, I am going to give you a 7.1. Wow. Ooh, not bad. Okay. I think that so, I while it is not for me and I don't understand it, I think that you did a really good job with whatever the hell that was. You're you're arguing that is in it is empirically good. Yeah. A, what I what I'm what I'm saying yeah. is for the audience that it is intended for and for for Lee just knowing knowing this crazy obscure bullshit so well. We we love a good niche movie. It's yeah. True. So so mm-hmm. you know you get you get a yeah whatever number I just said seven point three seven what I said? seven yeah. one seven one. Well, it's seven point three. Now. Don't shut the fuck We're up. Go seven three. Let him give me eight point three. I'm gonna mark seven three. Let's do it. Seven three. <laughs> um, as for the what do you give the real oh, boy? The real boy. Ah, oh, God, I I actually really love this movie. This movie is great. So you're gonna lose. But, Seth and I um, talked a lot about okay. this movie. That's okay. Yeah, it's, I mean, I love. If, if ever there was a, you have to watch this movie. You have to yeah, watch. Yeah, you this have movie. to watch this movie. You um, especially, I think, would like this movie. Yeah, my so like, it has my second favorite actor of all time, uh, Max von Sydow. <laughs> Max von Sydow, uh, to the max. Uh, is a very interesting character. It also has my other second favorite uh, actor of all time. So I'm gonna give this French Canadian Michael Caine, <laughs> Faye Dunaway, yep, Quebecois yeah. Michael Caine. It also that Quebecois Quebecois is my third favorite uh, actor of all time, Faye Dunaway. And yep. it also has my fourth second favorite actor of all time <laughs> Bobby Reds <laughs> Bob, Bob, Bobby Reds Bobby Bobby Reds uh, I'm going to give this movie a solid 8.2 It's good okay. it's it's really good like it has some trouble I don't like the tedious romantic subplot but in general this movie is super good Yeah and you know I stayed away from that purposely just for oh, you Oh that's it's so fair. sweet you get a 7.4 <laughs> you motherfucker! You gotta relax. <laughs> All right, it's been a yeah, it's been a rough me, week. Tell I'm me sorry. Tr- I I'm I'm just very <laughs> susceptible. Yeah. Tell me your truth, Zach. Uh, yeah. No, I'm with Seth <laughs> on this one. I, as I mentioned earlier, like Lawrence of Arabia opened me up to old shit. This is very sneakers esque. It's not that old. It's old and enjoyable, and it also does not drag. As we mentioned, it's yeah. very good. Yeah, it's um, super good. You should watch yeah. the shit out of this. I'm telling you, 70s, 70s, like new wave American filmmaker stuff. You really need to get into it because it's your. Yeah, really. Think so is. yeah, yeah. This this one. Not that this is like a new wave yeah. film, but sure, like sure. just this like n- not nihilistic, but like yeah, not optimistic 70s style filmmaker. As yeah. as like, was really the yeah. trend, and yeah, like so the sev- the 70s, especially late 70s, were such a depressing time in film because everybody was like just the 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 vox populi was so depressed, and they're well, so all the nihilistic. Who, it, all the filmmakers were kids who came up during during Vietnam into Watergate. And right. It's like, well, and also the literal. What late, are they going to make movies about? Like yeah. the literal late 70s was a terrible time to be alive. Yeah. Yeah. 
It was just all economic depression, oil crisis, nightmares. The studio system had fallen apart by this point, so it's oh, like yeah, true. independent films are making money because they cost nothing yeah. to make. Yeah. And like, yeah. Yeah. Also, uh, on a personal note, Zach, I hope you don't get into movies from this period so we can keep watching them. Ooh, that's an interesting point. I mean, I'm, I am I won't watch any preemptively, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm not exactly going to be a fan. Yeah. But, you know. There's plenty of movies around to watch. Uh, yeah, I think OG, uh, I don't know, 7.5 is like pretty good, I would say. Um, it is incredibly enjoyable, uh, almost in a surprising sense. The uh, As much as I wish there was... It, well, okay, so there was one other female character, this woman at his original job that immediately gets murdered in the uh yeah, she was scene. she was a pretty pretty stand-up old broad in the vernacular like she was just like a cool old lady she was cool and she was like a computer and by, yeah. stats analysis person yeah but she died immediately and then mm-hmm. faye dunaway is so obviously 70s female character like it was just a bummer but yeah Besides that, the movie was pretty good. So yeah, yeah I'll, I'll I'll go seven five. I'll I'll agree with IMDb on that one. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, Lee, you, I just I was I was taken back to a Sunday morning in the family room with the N sixty four. Ooh, the family let's room. Let's say nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> <laughs> I just this is the best i mean we talked about watching tony hit the fucking 900 like yeah i still Um, am so surprised that that anthony hopkins could pull that kind of trick on a skateboard he's old but man he fucking he does it he does it Mm -hmm. yeah um yeah i i'm gonna go nine one nine one whoa Whoa, yeah. damn. Whoa. Wow. That oh my gosh. I, so I, I like anything that delves deep on a thing that I know the deep parts of. That is mm-hmm. so enjoyable. Yeah. Always. Your yeah. nostalgic nostalgia goggles are Yeah. Oof. They are, yeah. yeah this I is mean, like a... that's understandable. Like if if Lee had made a movie about uh, you know, certain uh 17th century yeah, composers, <laughs> maybe yeah. I would have had a better yeah. time. Exactly. Exactly. I, I think I'm. I would need someone to go to the math on this one for me. But oh no, you won for sure. Yeah. Yeah, you won. Yeah. I am. Wow. Weird. Well, not for sure, but you won like by a smidge. Yeah. By this a is smidge. a very close margin. These are all extremely high scores. Yeah. This is razor thin. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. razor yeah. edge. Uh. All right. Oh, starring Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so next time I'm going to do American Graffiti. Yeah, you are. Which is uh, <laughs> a wildly, wildly famous movie. Yep, um, it sure yeah, it sure is. A movie that you would love to watch and we're not going to like Can't it. Can't wait. Well, I mean, I'll watch it, you know, next week after this. Nope, we're not going to like yeah, it. No. Oh, never. Nope. Okay. No, right. no. Nope. That's weird. I didn't know that's how we do this. Yeah, that's the okay. new thing is you're not allowed oh. to ever watch the movie that you fake. Oh, yep. man. John Carpenter is going to be really sad about it. <laughs> Well, that's a <laughs> <laughs> that's a season three rule, and season three starts yeah, next week. Oh, yeah. oh shit! I didn't know yeah. we were on the cusp. Okay, cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah aliens are gonna start. Yeah, we're out. now out of the sandbox and onto the sand dune. Um, Interesting. Uh, Paul Atreides is you here. Know, John Luke Picard. I thought David Lynch Paul did Atreides's, uh, Uncle, it's all fucked up. Oh. 
I mean, fear is the mind killer. So until next time, don't let the Gomjabar get you. Bye. <laughs> wow, what a cut.